0: The no. door. Praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Father, we bless you again today for the privilege. Father God of coming to your table. Father, we know you will feed us because we are your children. And we thank you, Father God, that your bread is pure. Your bread is nourishing. Your bread sustains. Yes, sir. Father, if the bread you fed, the Israelites kept them for 40 years in the wilderness, that they didn't grow sick, Father. Their feet did not swell. But you kept them, my Father. How much more when we feed on the true bread from heaven, which is your Son, Jesus, that you've given unto us. So, Father, we receive your bread today with gladness. Let it manifest in us fully, Father, the life you desire of us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise the Lord, beloved. Brother Joshua here again. By the abundant mercies of God. Last time we stopped at Isaiah 61, verse 10, that talks about the garments of salvation. says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. Oh Lord, help me. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decked herself with ornaments. And as a bride adorned herself with jewels. Beloved, the Lord gives us garments of salvation. He gives us changes of raiment, beloved. Garments, plural. How can we not have one clean garment, beloved? How? Beloved, I'm preaching to myself. Yes, sir, I'm preaching to myself. If it applies to you, go ahead and take it. He gives us changes of raiments, changes. how can we not have one clean one to wear and present before our Lord. Ah, uh, God help me. 1 Peter, beloved, chapter 2, verse 9 says this. It says this. It says, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness. Into his marvelous light. Don't forget that, beloved, that you and I were a chosen generation, were a royal priesthood, a royal priesthood, royalty, were children of the king, a priesthood, were priests unto God, were a holy nation, were to be without blemish. Spotless, were a peculiar people in this world of sin. Were supposed to be sanctified or set apart from the world. That's what makes us peculiar. Daniel was peculiar in his generation. Hallelujah, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were peculiar people. Yes, sir. Joseph was peculiar. Beloved, these people were peculiar for one reason. They are not willing to compromise their God for the world. For the lust of the flesh, for the lust of the eyes, or for the pride of life. Or for the devil itself to serve idols that's why they are peculiar beloved but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light remember in Isaiah 61, hallelujah, verse 3, the Bible says he gives us the garment of praise. He gives us a garment of praise because in 1 Peter 2, 9, we should show forth his praises. Beloved, sin in our life does not show forth the praises of God but like the prophet told David when he sinned with Bathsheba he says your action your sin has given occasion to the enemies of God to blaspheme God yes sir instead of us being a source of praise to God Why have we become a source of blasphemy of God? He chose us as a generation, as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation, to show forth his praises. And to do that, he gave us a garment of praise. He called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's why he demands same from us. But beloved, you see in Second Chronicles chapter 6 verse 41 again is the same thread from Genesis to Revelation. Beloved, this is not a a, a new revelation I'm talking about. This is not a new teaching. I'm not trying to be Mr. Wonderful. I'm not. Beloved, this has been in plain sight since the foundation of the world. It's there. It's right there in your Bible. Second Chronicles 6.41 Now therefore arise, O Lord God, into your, thy resting place, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests, O Lord God, be clothed with salvation and let thy saints rejoice in goodness. Ah, let thy priests be clothed with salvation. This was in Chronicles. Moses was saying this. Second Chronicles chapter 6. I'm sorry, I said Moses. I mean, um, Solomon. Solomon was saying in 2 Chronicles 6.41, let thy priests be clothed in salvation. So Isaiah the prophet comes along and says, yes, he has clothed us, his priests. Remember now, 1 Peter 2 9, we are his royal priesthood. Yes, he has clothed us with salvation. Psalm 132 verse 9. Psalm 132 verse 9. The psalmist says, Let thy priest be clothed with righteousness, and let thy sins shout for joy. Yes, Isaiah 61, verse 10 says, He has clothed. Co covered us with a robe of righteousness. So he has, in answering the prayer of Solomon, in the prayer of the psalmist in Psalm 132, verse 9, David's prayer, he has clothed us with righteousness. But see, beloved, Zephaniah. Chapter 1 verse 8. The Bible says, And it shall come to pass in the day of the lost sacrifice that I will punish the princes, the king's children, and all such as are clothed with strange apparel. Yes, sir. What is he saying? He's going to punish the royalty, the king's children, and all such as are clothed with strange apparel. Apparel. Kings' children are dressed a certain way. Uh, you can read about how David's children were dressed, um, the kind of clothes the maidens wore, and so forth. Let me not digress on that. But they have a certain apparel that they wear. And as kings' children, First Peter two nine, as royalty, we have been clothed with salvation, we have been clothed with righteousness, we have been clothed with a garment of praise, we have been clothed with this fine clothes. But when we put on strange apparel, the Lord says he will punish the princes. What is strange apparel? I'm, I'm glad you asked, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 the Bible says and he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him and the Lord said unto Satan the Lord rebuke you O Satan even the Lord that has chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee is not this a brand plucked out of the fire now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. Yeah, he was dressed in filthy clothes. There's a strange apparel. Yeah, the children of the king don't dress in filthy clothes, in filthy garments because their father didn't dress them like that. But let's look at from verse 4, Zechariah 3. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying... Take away the filthy garments from him. Take them away. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused an iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with a change of raiment. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father, I thank you for a change of raiment, Father. Oh, Father, I bless you. I bless you. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 5, and and I said, let them set a, a fair mitre upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. Beloved, behold the mercy of God. He took away the filthy garments and gave him a change of raiment. Look at verse six. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua, saying, say, listen, brother. The Lord has given you a change of raiment, but there is one thing you have to do." Verse seven. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If thou shalt walk in my ways and if thou shalt keep my charge, then thou shalt also join my house. You will rule and reign and shall keep my courts, and I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Beloved, it's the same requirement. Joshua, Mr. Prophet, Mr. High Priest, I should say, you need to walk in my ways. You need to walk in my ways. You need to keep my charge. Whatever I tell you to do, you need to do it. That's how you got filthy garments in the first place. Beloved, because we cannot obey God and sin at the same time, it's an impossibility. We disobey God and sin. You can't obey God and sin. How? Uh, Beloved, uh, look, I may be wrong. Show me. how, How? How do we obey God and sin? No, we disobey God and sin. So, the angel tells Joshua, you must walk in the Lord's ways. The Lord says, I should tell you, you Shall, if thou shalt walk in my ways, if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house. Beloved, because it is when we don't hearken, if we don't pay attention, if we want to be stiff-necked, then we end up with filthy clothes, we end up with strange apparel, at his judgment seat ah may we not be found with strange apparel in the name of jesus o oh, father may i not be found with strange apparel may i not be found with filthy clothes may i not be found with with strange clothes clothes that did not come from the boutique of heaven Yes, clothes that did not come, Father, from your closet, from your wardrobe. Clothes that did not come from your storehouse. Because you have no filthy garments in your storehouse. If there is filth on them, they came from me, Lord. Oh, Father, may I not be found with filthy clothes, Father in the name of jesus and i pray the same for my brother my sister that is listening to me now father in the name of jesus beloved revelation 19 verse 6 to 7 says this verse 6 to 9 i should say and i heard as it were the voice of a great multitude and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, "Hallelujah, for the Lord God, omnipotent reigneth, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb is come, and his wife has made herself ready. Keep that in mind, beloved, his wife, who is his wife, the church, his bride. They have made, has made herself ready. Verse 8, And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Hold on. Verse 7 says, She made herself ready. And verse 8 says, She was now granted to be arrayed in fine linen. Mm-hmm. Let me just read verse nine, and he says unto me, "Right, blessed are they which are called unto the marriage of the Lamb." And he says unto me, "These are the true saints of God." Okay, let me say that again. Verse seven says, "She made herself ready," but verse eight says. It was granted to her to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white. We spoke about this before, beloved, in an earlier episode of the dynamic of God's part and our part. For example, we spoke about Leviticus 20, verse 7 to 8. Leviticus 20, verse 7 to 8. Sanctify yourselves therefore and be holy. For I am the Lord your God. Leviticus 20 verse 7. But look at verse 8. And you shall keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord which sanctify you. Hold on. Hold on Lord. Uh, verse 7 said I should sanctify myself and be holy. In verse 8 says you are the one that sanctifies me. Yes sir. We've spoken about this before. God sanctifies us. But He wants us to walk sanctified. Romans twelve one. Better than I beseech you by the message of God that you present your bodies the living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. But he already made us holy but he needs us to present ourselves holy he sanctifies us by removing our robes of filth and gives us a robe of righteousness we sanctify ourselves and be holy by walking sanctified and keeping sanctified keeping those garments clean praise the lord beloved i hope you get it I hope you get it. Revelation three five says, "He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father, and before the His angels. Ah, uh, just to put a plug in, you know those. Of you that still believe once save, always save, you can do what you want and still go to heaven. Right there, Revelations three, five. The Lord says, I can blot people's names out of the book of life. The fact that our names are in the book of life doesn't mean we don't need to live like our names are in the book of life. We need to live like our names are in the book of life. It is those that he has Set apart. He has made holy. He has made righteous. He has sanctified. That has he has put their names in the book of life, and because he has put our names in the book of life, we have to walk. W a l k. Like those that have been sanctified, we have to walk sanctified. We have to. When I say walk, w a l k, not w o r k. W a l k. We have to walk sanctified because he's saying or oh, else I can't make this up beloved I'm not making nothing up it's right there Revelation 3 5 it says and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life because the uh, meaning the flip side is true he that doesn't overcome but is overcome therefore by sin is overcome therefore by the world is overcome by his flesh. His name will be blotted out of the book of life. Praise the Lord, beloved. Revelations three, fifteen to 19 says, I know thy works. I know thy works. That thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Listen now, beloved, listen to the Lord here, please. Revelation three Now I'm, I'm now in verse seventeen. Because thou said, I am rich, I'm increased with goods and I have need of nothing. I'm rich. I have everything money can buy. I have good clothes, I wear three piece suits, you know, I wear Louis Vuitton shoe, you know, shoes or whatever. I'm just saying, beloved. I'm not hating. I'm not saying if you want to buy that, it's a sin. I'm just saying, beloved. I'm just giving examples. Don't get mad at me, please. Get glad. Don't get mad, please. Okay. Revelation 3, 17, Because The Lord says, because you say I'm rich, I'm increased with goods. I have my $100,000 Rolex. I have my Lamborghini. I have my my mansion, whatever, beloved, in and of themselves, there's nothing wrong with those those things. I'm just giving examples. The Lord is the one that is giving the example because, again, Revelation three 17, I'm quoting, because thou sayest I am rich, I'm increased with goods, I have stuff, I have need of nothing. Look, I don't owe nobody, I don't. There's not. I don't need anything. I'm. I'm, I got some cash in the bank. I'm cool. But the Lord is saying in the same verse seventeen, "And knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and naked, beloved? Whenever we are not clothed with white raiment." You know, okay. Let me let me let me let me read on before I say something. Verse eighteen, I counsel thee to buy of me. The Lord is still saying, gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye serve that thou mayest see. Verse nineteen. As many as I love I rebuke and I chasten. Be zealous therefore and repent. Okay, let's 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 examine this quickly. Verse 17 The folks that thought they were rich, physically they were, they were increased with goods, they have all kinds of stuff. Houses, yachts, boats, planes, whatever. Rockets, whatever. And they have need of nothing. The law says they don't know that they are wretched, miserable, and poor, blind, and naked. When they survey all the stuff that they have, they say they are all right. But they are blind because they can't see and survey the spiritual account that is bankrupt. Let me say that again. The Lord said that they are blind. But these people, they can survey and look and see that they have stuff. But they can't see the spiritual account that they have that is in the red. That account is negative. Spiritually, they're in bankruptcy proceedings. Physically, they have everything That the heart of man can want because they can afford it. But I want us to also notice that it says, Buy of me, the Lord is saying, white raiment that thou may be clothed. That's verse 18. And in verse 17, it says they were naked. What do we deduce from that, beloved? Beloved, it means that when Ever our garments are not white. We are naked, spiritually speaking. When your garments are spotted and filthy, you're naked. The only cure for nakedness, is not raiment, it's not clothes, no, is white clothes. White raiment. I'm talking spiritually now. I'm not saying she go wear a white gown 24-7. No, 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 no. I'm talking about spiritually. What the Lord is saying. Because the white raiment is what covers. is what covers our nakedness. <sighs> Beloved, my time is up today. Beloved, don't be intimidated with the world. Don't be carried away. Don't say I can't live right. Beloved, don't be intimidated because of the infirmity of your flesh. God wants us to crucify that flesh. God reminds us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. He knows we can do that because he made us. He made us, beloved, and he provides what we need to do what he says and he knows we can do so beloved i beg of you transform your mind weaponize your mind set your mind set your heart to believe god's word set your heart to do his bidding and beloved he will help you he will because it's not by power it's not by mind but it's by my spirit says the Lord beloved they that know their God they shall be strong and they shall do exploits Beloved, let the hand of the Lord rest upon you and do exploits like the undefiled in the Scriptures. Do exploits like Joseph did. Do exploits like Daniel did. Do exploits like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did. Do exploits because you know your God. And you refuse to compromise his instructions. God bless you, beloved. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.